Hello and welcome to Best of Five, your weekly FGC talk show. And this week we're going to be talking about, you know, what happened on the CPT last week as well as Evo coming up this weekend. And as always, I am joined by John, Velociraptor Guerrero, and Steve, Ace King Offsuit Jurek. And yeah, a, a new, new picture, picture of Efren's, Efren's child. An adorable one. They're all adorable, but that one is especially adorable. Little Camila, hi. Um, well, John, you nothing to say, John? Okay. John's, John's probably a little bit upset about his Evo pool, or maybe he looked at his seed number and he got sad. I'm not sure. I did not seed Street Fighter Five Evo this time, so don't blame me. Um, but yeah, we got a lot to can talk about. Can I blame you anyway? I want to blame you. Can you can probably blame me anyway. There's a lot. There's a lot of blame possibly going on around Evo brackets, but we'll save that for later because we're going to start with what happened last week on the CPT recap. Oh yeah, there was a whole lot that happened. Uh, let's start with the uh, Latin American online event, an event so big that it didn't even finish. Uh, <laughs> It got to top eight, but unfortunately on Saturday there was a major P- uh, PlayStation Network outage, which uh, delayed the uh, top eight, and they said, you know what, we're going to do it on another day. So no points awarded yet, but here is your top eight, Mono versus Hochi, Crossover versus Zero Max uh, on the winner's side, Nova Mage versus Lilo, 24K, uh who did well at Defend the North, and then Louis Mayne versus Eric KOF. Uh, date is to be determined. Uh, so that will happen in the future, but what happened in the past was Head Stomper, uh, which was part of both the CPT and the Tekken World Tour. Uh, on the CPT side of things, Problem X got his second win of the season, uh, winning the European Classico mm-hmm. over your Luffy. Uh, also nice to see Ryan Hart in, in attendance. He actually did really well. He One win short of top eight. Would have loved to see him in there. But uh, uh, And then Jewa, he's doing it again. He's going everywhere. He's getting points everywhere. Not those big chunks of points that he needs. But still, you, you have to think it's a matter of time till one of these events he breaks through and, and gets a big chunk. I hope he's using the same airline for all these flights because he's got to be getting a companion pass soon, right? I mean, maybe would, he'll bring another CPT player with him. You would think so. You know, get those uh, double mileage, you know, stack it with the credit card to get, uh, you know, f- that first class upgrade. I mean, you know he's staying in the lounges the entire time he's at the airport this time, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's, let's take a, a look at, at the, the tech and, or excuse me, the CPT standings. Uh, you see... Fujimura still on top heading into Evo, but not enough points to assure that he'll be the top seed after Evo. Uh, So you still have that tight race right near the cutoff line uh, between Shax, Haitani, and uh, Kainu. Shax has been uh, coming on strong in recent weeks, so uh, good to see him uh, doing well. Let's kick it over to the Tekken side of the event. Uh, it was a European Challenger event, and you know what that means. Tishuman <laughs> picking up his third win of the year. Uh, got it over Fergus, who had himself a really big weekend. He was on the outside of the finals field looking in. Uh, needed a big weekend to get himself back in. 
got that big weekend. Actually beat Joey Fury in loser semis, which was a big, big match and could be uh, a key moment uh, when we get to the final days of the season. Uh, because that you know, a 55 point difference there between what Fergus did and what Joey did. Uh, if we take a look at the global standings heading into Eva, which again is not part of the Tekken World Tour this year, uh, <laughs> looking at that 16 through 21 spot, it little more breathing room for Fergus, for Super Kuma, and for Joey Fury now. Dime back the last man in. Uh, the first two guys out, unfortunate weekend for them, Kane and Trench and Asim. Uh, they are both based in London. Uh, if you did not know, Saturday, all of uh, most of England got hit with severe, severe weather over the weekend. Uh, ground traveled to a halt, so both of those guys had to miss this event. So, unfortunate for them, they've got some real work to do in the second half of the season. Why is me green? Me is green because green is the color of money, and knee is in the money right now. He is going to the Tekken World Tour Finals. So I, 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 I'm trying to unify the themes so that you know I had him as blue, I had uh, men as blue, and then I heard why is he blue? Why yeah, why was he blue? Uh, and then and I, I couldn't, couldn't use blue on the Tekken World, World Tour standings, standings because that, that makes, makes no sense. sense. So, so now, if you, you see a player in green on this or any other uh, standing list than I do, they have clinched a spot in the finals. All right, so back we'll remember on. that moving forward. We'll remember that for sure. And, and then I noticed back. the Meta Blue is different than last week's Meta Blue. Things are really it's deeper, and it's got like a little bit of a white. Uh, and you know, I, it's in italics shirt. too. I mean, I'm thrown off. You know what? You guys can make these yourselves if you want to. I mean, you know, do you do these yourself? I thought I thought Alon made these. I, maybe <laughs> Alon should. You know, maybe maybe, maybe he'll, he'll be, be up, up to snuff. snuff. <laughs> uh, speaking of up to snuff, let's take a look at uh, what happened in Denver this weekend at Red Bull Conquest. Local boys did good. It is an all Colorado team that will represent uh, Denver. At the Red Bull Finals, uh, Shaq's six. I forgot. I forgot how to pronounce his name. Uh, but he took it over Motives in Street Fighter Five. Ryudo over Brent Quest in a fun, fun uh, final in Guilty Gear, and Strider three hundred three over Devil Jim uh, in Tekken. So those three will be your Denver team. Next events coming in two weeks uh, in Orlando and the online region. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, this weekend was also the finals of the Rage All-Star League out in Japan. Uh, it came down to three teams, and it was Itazan's team uh, himself, Gachikun and Machibo, who took home the top prize of 5 million yen, which works out to about $45,000, give or take, right now. See, uh, now his name should be in blue there, and then Fujimura's should be in green because of Emerald, and Daigo's could be in gold. That would make sense. Yeah, It would. was on the original version, but then on this version, the blue blended in with the with the blue of the Street Fighter. Mm. So, so this is the low-tier version. Gotcha. Never mind. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Uh, but uh, Itazan put in some serious work, went 12 and 4 on the day uh, to help carry his team to the win. What needed to win both the semifinal and the final. Uh, so tough weekend for Daigo on in the final. They also had an exhibition, and it was a tough weekend for him because uh, he's, his team lost to Team Korea, uh, which was Infiltration, Punko, and NL. So if you get a chance to check that out on the recap, you should certainly do so. Uh, speaking of recap, there was a whole lot of stuff that went down uh, in the buildup to Evo. Just a quick rundown of some of it. Uh, there was Kurokuro Cup, uh, Japanese Tekken Cup, or Tekken Tournament. Knee ran roughshod over the field there. Uh, he, unfortunately, won't be at Evo. Uh, but some of the other players who were in the uh, three-on-3v3 th- three uh, pro tournament uh, will be there this weekend. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter also had a team tournament this weekend, and the West Japan team of Goichi, Dogura, and Fenrich won. Uh, they also got uh, Senzu Beans from one of the uh, Dragon Ball staff to eat at Evo to power them up. Uh, Low Tier City took place this weekend alongside, uh, excuse me, Kumite alongside, yes, uh, Hungrybox and DeBuzz picked up wins in their respective Smash games. Uh, there was a big tournament in Mika- uh, in Japan for uh, Mikado, uh, Exerd Prep Tournament, and Nage, who's one of the favorites to win, uh, he took the tournament itself, but he also had an exhibition with Mochi afterwards, and Mochi took that. Uh, and then Pasadena Wait, Regionals. This game isn't yeah. at Evo. It's it's going to be at a side tournament. It's going to be in the bathroom. Oh my no, it's God. in the bathroom. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, uh, bathroom. It's going to be a sizable side tournament, and even if it wasn't, I just they have, have a sizable bathroom, so it's fine. God damn, y'all are y'all are cruel. You uh, need a big one for this turd, right? You were thinking. <laughs> oh dear. You know that I love Marvel. We had to talk about it like a year ago. So sorry. Go ahead. Oh man. Uh, Cyber Agent Japan. I had to shout him out because he put in work this weekend. Came over, took the tournament, uh, then faced Duel Kevin in an exhibition. <laughs> oh man, fifteen to four. So he is going to be the man to watch uh, going into this weekend's tournament. So, and but the biggest story, of course. Not just uh, in fighting games, but in all of esports, was the Overwatch League finals. And there was a magical moment during that. I actually watched it. Uh, and it, if you could share the magic with the world, please, Elon. Now, in the chat, type a one if you want this to be our new countdown, and type a two if you still want it to be our new countdown. Type a three if you want it to be our new countdown. Type a four, a five. We'll take any number. Oh man! Or don't say anything if you uh, if you want it to be our new countdown. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is happening. DJ, uh, there's a one, a five, a twelve, another one, another one, <laughs> a sixty-nine. Oh, there's another one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh my God! Uh, you gotta love when they bring in 
guys to perform live who aren't that great at performing live. <laughs> I mean, I, Khaled, you know, I, I like some of his music, but this is not his fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not. They, they had, uh, he, at one point he said another one and some kid in the crowd yelled, please God, no. <laughs> uh, they had us, he had them sing along with the song that he didn't do. Um, and they had to cut it off because they realized that there's profanity in it and they were airing on Disney XD. So you had the first two seconds of the song and then 25 seconds of a sing along that kind of fell apart. So it what was, song was it? Uh, it was, I forget. I always call it uh, money moves. It's that Cardi B one. Well, you heard one Cardi B, you heard them all. And is that uh, the end of the recap? The the call out recap? That, there's no topping DJ Khaled. You know, once we get there, that's the peak. We're done. I like that he starts with fixing his pants. Well, we will get <laughs> into Evo this. soon hey, enough. You don't know big problems. You don't know big man pant problems. Cause if you ain't got the big, big badunka dunk, you 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 risk the you run the risk of the pants just not staying up on their own. Because you, you got to cinch them up, but you can't do it too tight because that cuts off circulation. You have to have some slack, but if you have too much, then things start falling. So it, it's a balancing act. I believe you. It is. You should. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, we will get into Evo soon enough, but a few more things did happen this past week. Uh, I'd like to highlight that one of the most beloved people in the scene at this point, High Fights Footsie Game, seems to be kind of the talk of the town. Have you guys played it? I, I haven't played it yet, but should. I want it, to. It's fun. It's free. It's it looks free fun. on. Uh, it's free on the Android store. He is actively looking for a publisher for iOS. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, we do have a clip of it. It's. If you've ever heard of Senior Footsies, it's sort of the same uh, concept where you have. You just have two people, no jumps. They're just trying to poke each other. Uh, you've got special moves that you can stay uh, store up, but it's the entire point is to land the second hit, essentially, of um, of a two hit combo. It's like so, dive kick, but on the ground. Pretty, yeah, I, I guess. I guess that would be a, a fair comparison. So, uh, but if you get a chance please just check it out uh there's a premium version for 99 cents that takes out ads uh this this guy is always putting out uh content on twitter highlights of japanese events american events so good chance to show him some love and the game like i said is pretty damn fun so that's that that's definitely evil reuse low forward by the way yeah. yeah, he's a hero. I mean, that's also the third strike showed Olo forward just in general. Uh, okay. So I'm waiting for someone in the chat to compare this to Street Fighter Five and how much better it is, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it'll happen soon enough. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, other other quick tidbits. Uh, won't talk too much about it, but Justin got engaged and it was announced on Twitter. So congratulations to Justin. Did you guys know Justin had a girlfriend? Did not know. I didn't know that either. Um, what else? Uh, Avid tweeted again. We haven't heard from them in a long time. Uh, I don't know if we ever really heard from them to start with, other than were, their name. 
Well, they were like they followed through on the sponsorship of like their first three events because they they sponsored CEO, they sponsored Combo Breaker, and then they were going to do a couple more, and then they just disappeared off the face of the earth, and all of a sudden they're back. So I have no idea what they're going to do if they're going to do the same thing as before, which was supposedly a money match platform. Maybe they'll do that. Maybe they're running a cryptocurrency to try to become the official esports cryptocurrency because no one's doing that. Oh wait. The way you said that made it sound like a segue. It it, it might be foreshadowing. Because I think it might come up again later. It may. Interesting. Uh, they, hey, they announced, uh, thank here. you to Anura for subscribing. We appreciate that. Um, couldn't read your little message. You guys are the best. Follow me on Twitter. Oh, well, I, you would be the first. <laughs> so that would be a high honor. Um, they announced, did they announce or did they already have the online Dragon Ball Z events? They, they, they announced They announced them, them right? Yeah. Wait a second, isn't Dragon Ball Z a shit show online? Or did they fix that? It's not great, but it's okay. I mean, it's, it's a lot of people what play it. What is it compared to SF5? Probably worse. Okay, because SF5 is not bad. Like, you can do online. It's online. You could you do still... an online tournament. They do them. They aren't. I mean, it's the big difference is it's delay-based netcode. So it's not rollback. So it feels different. It's not great, but people play it. Almost all the pros play it. Yeah. Okay. So, and you're going to want to play it because these online events are radar events. So whoever wins gets their free room and board to go to one of the saga events of their choosing. So good opportunity so, for some of these players in other regions and in the U.S. Uh, to earn a spot earn a free uh, spot in uh, to to earn a Dragon Ball. I can talk, I swear. I promise you. What's the difference between getting a Dragon Ball and getting a Senzu Bean? Uh, the Senzu Bean is a jelly bean with magical powers. Kind of like, you ever watch Space Jam? Yes. Of course. Do you remember Michael's secret juice? I mean, I know what Senzu Beans do in the show. I'm just like, is there a significance to the Senzu Beans? Or no, it's just, like just, it just a little thing that that they did to to encourage them at EVO. Winning a radar yeah, event stupid. lets you go to a, a real event, basically. Yeah. Senzu Bean is nothing to do with that. That's just a little prop. So. And then the last thing uh, before we start talking about EVO that I'd like to highlight is that there was a tournament in Fort Bliss that I commentated and went to, uh, held for the U.S. Army. Uh, I thought it went really well, and I thought it was very low on propaganda. I thought it was a really fun event. It was won by actually the nephew of a prominent California player, Ian Sanity. Uh, his nephew, who went by the handle Yuri Paddle, won the Army tournament with Zangief. And he will be the Russian playing. character. Yes, he protector of the Russian skies, and ironically, he works in anti-air hmm. artillery for the huh. uh, for the U.S. Army. But yes, he won the chance uh, to play at PAX West versus the winners of seven other Army bases, and uh, they'll be competing for some prizes. I thought it was a really fun event. 
Uh, the level of play was obviously all over the place, but the grand finals, the last few players were actually pretty good. You know, they were all pretty solid players who would win some matches at EVO. Uh, and Yuri Paddle, in particular, pretty much dominated the event. He knew, he knew what he was doing. He was a good player. You didn't play? Uh, no, I was not. I'm not a uh, active duty U.S. Uh, Army soldier. Oh, you have to. Okay, I didn't. I didn't realize. I thought. Okay, cool. And Wonderful. and while I was there, uh, I had to shout out the El Paso fighting game community. Uh, fighting games El Paso on Facebook. They all showed up, uh, and they were a good bunch of guys. So if you live in El Paso, check it out. They've got weeklies every week. So that's what I've got on that. All right. And I yeah. I, I think with that, I mean, we're gonna move on to Eva. Obviously, the biggest fighting game tournament every year. Uh, a few things have started to fall into place. We're getting real close, but not everything is locked in yet. Uh, that being said, the schedule and the commentators are, I think we've got that graphic. Yeah. So, we've got a wide variety of commentators. Wait, who's that? Who's that on the bottom? Yeah, if you zoom into the bottom, Can you're going to see that they actually have the best commentator in the world uh, near the bottom right. I think it's E8. Yep. There you go. Hell Pockets. Yep, that's who we're talking about, Hell Pockets. This is, I mean, I know we're about to talk about it, but I mean, it really looks like Hell Pockets and Giuna are just roasting the shit out of me. Yeah. Well, they should. Do you, <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Do you remember where this picture was taken? Of course I do. Where was what what was the story behind this? This was when we got so in 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 Hearthstone tournaments, this one at Dreamhack Austin, uh there's a Swiss stage where you play versus all the people and there was like 300 people in that and I made it into the knockout brackets by going 7 and 2 in the Swiss and this was my streamed match in the knockout bracket uh where I had drawn really poorly, and my opponent missed a kill he should have gotten, so we're both just looking super miserable because he <laughs> screwed up, so he's got his heads in his hands, and I'm like, God damn it, I know he screwed up, but I can't punish it anyway, and that's why I'm sad. So there you go. That's the background. Why don't Today. we have that as an emote? That should be an emote. It probably should be an emote. Some, someday. If we can get a cleaner version of that, I I am down with Taken that. Taken by Tempest Rob, uh, beloved esports photo photographer for sure now now are you sure that's the story behind it uh i i'm not positive you know i thought uh, that was what the story captain. was but maybe <laughs> some other people have a better idea than me well because i think your your memory might be a little faulty uh but our fans they have oh, lock boxes up here something goes in it ain't coming out ever it's true so Love we went fans. to the people we went to the people. We asked them, what was it that was getting Donka so stressed? Uh, Kolaris Kea said uh, he was pondering, should I take the throw? Uh, Hermit Sensei said that he saw the new Druid cards in Boomsday Project. Where is the lie? <laughs> uh, uh, Brain Florid said that he got blue shelled at the finish line, which th that would do it to anybody. Yeah. Uh, Manchester said that he put on Hell Pockets sweaty headphones. <laughs> See, Pockets is proud of himself for tricking Donka. Now Donka has Hell Pockets juices all over his head. 
poor guy knows how uh, James Chen feels right now. I mean, it's really, even I, Ringe is like really staring at me too. I mean, it looks like Bendy's laughing at the exact angle. I, I swear they planned this out because four of the five people surrounding me are all staring right at me in disgust or laughter. Or both. When... Oh, there's more. <laughs> there's more. We're not done yet. Uh, Home Muffin said that uh, Top 8 had six Abigails oh, with Storm winning it all. Who would have thought? Do I have to buy six people to Abigail? Oh, I'm actually not even going to suggest that. I was thinking it too, but that's what I was thinking too. Uh, oh. Whoever a Lone Star Gamer is, we're on the same wavelength. We should do a show together sometime. <laughs> whoever that is, bring them on. I, I like how in this situation, the person who says, Donka, I'm late. I, I like how they refer to you as Donka still. Yes. Like forever. you're at that, that stage of the relationship and you're still using gamer tags. Well, I figured Donka or Mike just tells all the girls that he dates that his name is Donka and that way they can't trace him. Would make, <laughs> that would make, uh, you know, that's a, that's a strategy for the future. Yeah. You're welcome. Why, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> yeah. Just tell um, him you're Donka. It always works. <laughs> But in all seriousness, congratulations on making it to the Evo stage. Uh, it is an honor that has been well-earned, well-deserved. And look, do you know what games you're going to be? Thank, and I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to say this at this point. I'll be commentating Street Fighter V, and I'll also be doing uh, one of the segments on The Jump Off, which is the, uh, you know, the stream that shows a variety, basically a variety show with four people at a time who will talk about games, sometimes games they're not familiar with, and basically present it in a way that's digestible for people who aren't familiar with them, whether they're just new or don't know the game that we're watching. Are you going to be talking about any of the game reveals, or like the content reveals? Yeah, um, you know, uh, we did accidentally leak Mortal Kombat 11 earlier, and I'm the one who's officially going to be revealing it at EVO this year. So, Are you using the same footage? Yes, we are using the same footage. Uh, it, it's very unfortunate. And I, I'm probably about to get fired for, for revealing that. But, you know, I, so, I take I, I for, for my best of five compatriots, I will let them know anything I know. So all, I, all I'm going to say is when it comes to that, everybody in chat acts surprised. Yeah, yeah act, so act surprised when Mortal Kombat 11 gets announced and it's actually just the N64 cutscenes for Mortal Kombat. Uh, what four. was it? Four. Is it MK4? Four. Yeah, the MK4, MK4. When that happens, just just act surprised. It's over, Jerk. <laughs> oh God. So, uh, we let can we take a look at the full schedule? Yeah, let's do it. Might as well, because I mean, the jump off last year it was sort of a side stream experiment, and now this year it's going to be essentially the main stream. It's on the evo channel the one without a number yeah i'm pretty excited to to get to do one of those um i think it's going to be a good experience i thought it was a pretty good stream last year what little i tagged into it and i think for for a lot of people tuning in outside of you know the sunday top eights this is going to be one of the easiest ways to digest fighting games if you're not already in the scene so Suggest it. Uh, I'll be on on Saturday for the jump off, so I'll be on the numbered Evo stream like a plebeian. Ooh. Oh. No, that's oh. bad. Yeah, I, I, I heard it wrong. So there's Saturday. Evo number six. Ugh, that's like Ugh. lowest, almost lowest tier. 
So at least you're not on the Marvel versus Capcom stream, the number seven. Oh my! <laughs> what? What? What did Marvel do to you, man? It's just funny to pick on them, and I have bad relationship with my father. I always thought time. there was like a no cameras in the bathroom policy, but I guess they they figured it out. God, I, I I'm. Man, Kinder Party is going to tear me a new one next time I see him. <laughs> He's a you. nice guy. He, I, I he is. He doesn't deserve he this. He stayed in my house. He's a great guy. I'm still going to make fun of him. Um, yeah. Also, uh, so I guess one of Evo, I think, you know, there's been the good and the bad. Uh, one of the current controversies is the number of pools for each game. You want to go into that, Steve? Yeah. Um, this will be fun. Uh, so <laughs> if you're not familiar with how brackets are generally I work ideally, you have a number of players that's two to some power, like uh, 32, 64, 128, 256, whatever. And you divide them into two to some power of pools, you know, four pools, eight pools, what have you. What that does is that allows players to get buys in the very first round, and then all the buys are gone after that. Then you have your top 32, your top 64, what have you. And then everything just proceeds like a regular bracket. Evo doesn't run that. Uh, or, excuse me, last year they, they ran seven of their nine games that way, you know, with an ideal number of pools so that there's no second round buys this year. None of their pools are run like that. They all have a weird number. Uh, street fighter and dragon ball fighter Z have 108 pools instead of 128. Uh, the smash games each have, uh, 60 instead of 64 Tekken's got 70 pools. So what this does is it requires the addition of, buys in the second wave of pools to to balance it out. So now you have some players who face, instead of facing two matches in the second wave of pools to get through to the next round, they only face one. And that creates a much easier bracket, or I don't know how much easier, but a significantly easier bracket because if you're skipping, if you're a player good enough to win a pool at Evo, you're probably pretty good. Being able to skip one of those opponents is a much bigger advantage than skipping an opponent uh, in your first round of pools who may or may not be a good player. Yeah, I mean, no, that- as an example of this, I mean, in Evo 2016, I remember me and you know maybe my closest training partner Rylander both made it to the third round of Evo Street Fighter Five. And we both lost our first match in losers in Evo Street Fighter V. But he had gotten a third-round bye. And he ended up getting 33rd to my 65th, despite winning the exact same amount of matches. And while, you know, it doesn't really matter at 33rd and 65th, it shows you the way this ends up happening. Now, this is, all, of course, taking into account that it's three people that get out of each pool, right? Yes. Well, yeah, because... That part doesn't matter as much, you know, because if you send out two or three, it doesn't change where that match happens in terms of the overall bracket. It just changes who that opponent is. So instead of facing 
the other person in losers finals of your pool, you face someone from losers files of finals of another pool. So it's just, it's really the number of buys that you get, uh, in that second round, which is affected. Like you have like in Tekken pool K 600. If you win that, you have to win an extra match in order to get to the same stage that nearly every other pool winner gets to, which is stupid. Yeah, and basically, I mean, this is mean that seeding differences that should have meant a harder second-round opponent mean an extra second-round opponent, which to me seems ludicrous. They haven't directly announced why they do it this way. The theory is that they do it to make a specific number of people in each pool for the sake of their scheduling? I don't know. Well, it like it, control? Well, th- the way I see it is this. They're trying to run a massive, massive bracket in two days. So if you, on- if you have 10 setups and you can run you know, eight waves, then that's 80 waves. If you want to bump that up to 128, you're going to need more stations or more waves and time and space are at an absolute premium. So I understand why you would do this in terms of trying to just simply execute nine or eight tournaments, the size that Evo has to execute. It's just very frustrating that, you know, it, it seemed like last year they took a, a big step towards eliminating that problem. Like I said, seven of the nine games ran that correct number of pools in order to get rid of uh, second round buys this year. It it's a, t- it's taking a step back and it's just really frustrating for a lot of people. Yeah, I, know I know if I win my pool, I'll be facing an opponent. And then if I win that, I'll be facing someone who did get a buy. So it affects, yeah. you know, my bracket, for example, I know a few people were blowing up on that. Uh, Leffen was very, very vocal about that on Twitter. I don't have the tweet itself up, but it's weird that it, he would be. Well, yeah, likely yeah. Leffen would be getting one of those buys, so good on him for at least pointing it out. But I'm not positive. I can confirm that. Let me see. Because usually it would go. Usually it's the highly seated players who end up getting those. I think, but I'm not positive. They say that that is what they aim to do, but my my thinking is it shouldn't be. It shouldn't happen anyway. Well, I'm, I'm, I agree. I don't think it should happen anyway, but those so, are usually who would end up getting them. So it's the winner. It's 404 that Leffen. Where to go? Hold on. Sorry. Oh, winner of 403. So, yes, so, he, do, he does get a, uh, an extra buy in the second round. And so as you mentioned, it's to... a pretty huge deal. For example, uh, I think by the time you get past round two of pools, you're down to 64 people. And so, you know, you've made not only top 64, but the top 33 or whatever, top 48, um, by winning one match out of pools. And if you're left in, your pool is probably extremely easy. So you're basically playing your first one one good opponent, and then you're in top 48 of a 2,000-something man tournament, which I, I don't know. It seems wrong when a lot of other people are going to have to play too. But 
Yeah, for example, uh, MYK in the Tekken bracket, he his extra extra opponent would be Yu who is no slouch. Right. So it's it, it's just frustrating that this continues to be an issue. Um, that would be one of the first things I change if I somehow became the Czar of Evo. But again, I don't have to run eight, you know, seven tournaments of over 800 two tournaments of 2500 you know they they have limits that other tournaments simply don't have to deal with so them doing things differently is understandable well you know it's not a limit anymore steve what our idiotic fiat currency because evo is now sponsored by cryptocurrency by esports ecosystem uh yeah that was announced today um Esports uh, ecosystem has been, you know, they they've jumped in hard into the FGC. They've got Justin Wong as a spokesperson slash ambassador. I don't know what the official title is, but yeah, we have another cryptocurrency uh, in our midst. Yay! <laughs> Uh, notably, the last time we had cryptocurrency in our mix was at one of the Las Vegas tournaments where the top three got cryptocurrency, which dropped by like 80% the next morning. And their solution was to give them more cryptocurrency. Which then dropped more, I think. It's 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 one of those things where I, I understand from a sponsorship perspective, yeah, you want to be that next big thing in the world of cryptocurrency. It's probably not going to be you. It's probably not. You know, and I don't, I don't want to worry about, you know, having 40, 50 different currencies that I got to deal with. I've got dollars. Dollars are still pretty good. I mean, there's Uh, I I have a lot of money in Bitcoin. So so I need to shut up, Steve. I mean, Bitcoin's the really the only one that has anything close to wide, wide uh, acceptance. Well, this is a this is a topic for another podcast. uh, Cryptocurrency podcast. Yes, we're doing that next. Yes. Hosted by, by DJ currency. I'm about to make one. <laughs> He's gonna make another one. Donkcoin, Dankcoin. And we're also sponsored. Evo is also sponsored by. I think this is the first time they've had a headlining sponsor, which is Psy Games, notably the company that makes Shadowverse and also sponsors Daigo's Beast Team. Yeah. That's it. So, so, and they've all. They're also sponsored by Cup Noodle. Oh, are they? Okay, Cup Noodle, too. So, Cup Noodle, like, secretly taking over the world. Not so secret. I, yeah. I, I'm. What are the odds that, uh, if you remember Cup Noodle guy from Evo Japan, what are the odds he's on stage for every top eight? <laughs> I'd say they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, next, next on the docket, we saw that there are like nine Evo streams, but there are not only like nine Evo streams. There's also a host of side streams going on uh, somewhat officially, and then there will be a thousand more in hotel rooms. But uh, notably, we have the Anim Evo side stream. We've got the Fighting EX Layer side stream, and then we've got, uh, I think, Marvel... We'll have another stream streaming more than just the top four they're going to get on Evo number eight. Yeah. Uh, it, just talking about Anim Evo for a second, uh, I know we have the numbers that they pulled in. Uh, 
and you can see that there is a whole lot going on. Unist at two at over two hundred, biggest Unist uh, tournament in history, I believe. Uh, one hundred and seventy for Windjammers, over a hundred for Blaze Blue Central Fiction, nearly a hundred for Gundam, ninety for KOF. So there are going to be some big, big tournaments uh, and some big, big turnouts this weekend. Uh, I know that that schedule should be released hopefully within the next 24 hours. They're still finalizing things. And I say this because I am working on that graphic and in contact with the Animevo team. So I know they're working on getting that ironed out and out to you as soon as, you can, as they can. Uh, but besides that, they're the official Evo streams too. Uh, they're going, this is the one thing I really, really like that they're doing new this year. They've got a bunch of side tournaments are going to have their finals, their top fours streamed on the official channels. A lot of, the, uh, quite a few of the Animevo games will be, I know that Marvel will as well. I believe Windjammers is going to be in there too. Uh, they haven't published the full list, uh, but be on the lookout for that in the coming days. All right. So, uh, so moving on from that, before we finally get into the brackets and stuff like that going on itself, uh, if you're already in Vegas or going tomorrow, there's a couple pre-events going on. Uh, Steve, I think you wrote those down as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, the pre-event uh, event, the big one, is going to be Wednesday Night Fights at the Esports Arena Las Vegas. Uh, so that will be going down tomorrow night. A uh, bunch of heavy hitters going to be there. Let me ask you guys this, because you've been in this situation. Uh, going into a big tournament, how important is an event like the final weekly before uh, an Evo or the final weekly before a CEO important in what way? Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you go in there with a different, uh, mentality than you do, you know, when it's just like a regular weekly or a regular monthly event? I mean, it's, it's the last big hurrah before the big, you know, dance. Right. And so, uh, and, and there's a lot of competition that isn't normally at the weekly, so, of course, the stakes are a little bit higher. I, I almost want to say there's a bit of distraction, though. Yeah. Because it also falls in the time where everyone's partying before they go into super serious mode a lot of times. And not when I say partying, I just mean like this little bit lighter of an atmosphere. Um, there's a lot of people that are seeing each other for the first time in a long time. Um, so there's, there's that kind of stuff going on whatnot. But it's usually more of a feel-good time than a super intense moment is, is in my experiences. Um, and then, of course, you transition over to Evo, and then everyone's just, like, super serious and, and really in the zone. But the Wednesday night fights and such before, like, things like Capcom Cup or, or Evo and, and stuff uh, are usually more of just like a, hey, we're going to have a big, like, hey, you guys want to throw a tournament? Let's throw a tournament. Let's, let's do it. And then we'll see. And then Pungo wins it or whatever and, and whatever. But um, so in my experience, it's a little bit lighter hearted. Yeah, I, I would say pretty much the same. I think you go in there and you try to do what you've already practiced and probably not try to do too much new stuff you're not going to be doing at Evo. But as John said, I think for the most part, it ends up just kind of being a 
a fun atmosphere tournament and whoever is being the try hardiest and drinking the least ends up winning. Yeah. Yeah. And they're a scrub for doing that. And there, and everyone just makes fun of whoever won for being the one who tried a little too hard. I would totally be that guy. I, I, I am all about like, that would be my best chance to win right there. You know, let me get that title. Let me, let me throw that on my Twitter bio so that <laughs> I can be, you know, when I'm trying to get sponsored, say, Hey, I won Wednesday night fights before Evo. Add me. By you the know, way, me... Daigo's blood alcohol level was 0.4. You know. Oh wow. Something when like was that. This? What? When was this? No, blood I'm alcohol? just joking. I'm just oh, saying, oh, okay. like, as an addendum to Steve winning the pre-Evo tournament. Yeah. yeah. So. No, I, if hey, it was 0.4, know, he would no longer be with us. Um, but yes, he he would assess. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be in the Marvel side tournament throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Wow. Why are you so cruel? Why are you so cruel? Because I can't be. Marvel, it, they they deserve love. The Marvel community deserves love. Not your hatred. Hey, I'm blocking here. Hey, thank you to UUTV for subscribing. I'm not sure if that's directly related to the team UU, but if it is... It is. We are fans of your squad. Tearing it up in second, so congratulations. And I mean, I in my they have my favorite Street Fighter player right now, so they're tearing it up across the board. I I, I, I forever love them simply because they give me an excuse to say ooh you you you. I will never get tired of saying ooh you you you. I'm already tired of it. Well, that's you. I'm a tryhard. Well, that's we're getting. <laughs> We're getting close to seven, so we'll probably start talking about Evo. I don't know. Are, are we? I think we're going to go over each each one of the games we usually talk about just a little bit on a base level. So how about we start it with Tekken, Steve? Sure. Uh, the big story, like I mentioned earlier, uh, that knee, the number one seed in the Tekken World Tour standings, is not going to be in the field. He is deciding to focus more on the Tekken World Tour itself. So he's going he's gonna to take the weekend off, but you still have plenty of killers coming over from, a from Asia. You've got Saint, you've got JDCR, John Dang, Kudans, you've got Naroma, you've got Nobi, you've got Lohai coming in, uh, Kakoma. The question is, will there be an American at all in top eight? Will there be a European in top eight? Uh, Anakin is usually that guy, one of the last men standing for the U.S. Uh, he could be a threat. Joey Fury, he's claimed scalps from pretty much every main, every big name you can think of outside of need this year. Uh, can he put it all together? Uh, can you get someone like, can Shadow have himself a big run? Uh, can Jimmy J. Tran do something? Because we haven't really seen it. He's done well, but we haven't really seen him all that much. If he when, when he comes out of hiding this weekend, how far can he go? You know, also think about the guys outside of the U.S., Japan, and Korea. Someone like Book. Book has had himself a phenomenal year. Uh, actually beat me at one of the earlier tournaments, has done well all year, uh, comes from 
Philippines. He's a place you don't necessarily equate with top level Tekken uh, talent, but he's doing incredible things right now. He could do some serious damage. Uh, will one of the European players do it? Like, uh, like Super Kuma. He's a guy who's who's honestly struggled outside of that one tournament in Kuwait, but he's someone who can put it together at any moment. Uh, Genius was the top European finisher last year. He could do it again. Will we get someone kind of not necessarily lower key, but maybe someone not necessarily on the fro- forefront of people's minds, like Geesemaster was a year ago. Um, quick, quick, right, real quick, we're getting correction in the chat that a uh, book is from Thailand, by the bo- way. Oh, I said, what did I say? The Philippines. God damn it. Yeah, I. I, I we would have accepted I, Taiwan, but not the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, it has to be at least one syllable the same. So we're going to have to say no. That is my bad. I apologize. Yes, I will listen to Ed Boone. Uh, but yeah, the big question is, will there be, will we see an all-Korean top eight? What's the answer, Steve? I say no. no. I say one okay. American gets in. I, I think one other person gets in. I think Book makes top eight as well as Anakin. But at the end of the day, I do think it's going to come down to uh, the the uh, Echo Fox Classico. Uh, I I see Saint taking it over JDCR this year. Okay. Um, I, I guess we'll move on now to Dragon Ball since we're going to be doing a little more for Street Fighter than we're doing for everything else. Uh, in Dragon Ball, uh, the story is pretty similar to how it's been playing out. Obviously, Sonic Fox... Uh, took the last, you know, event that a bunch of the top players were at, taking it over Dogura and over Goichi. However, the thing that I like to point out in the story of this tournament right now for me is that the Japanese players got a week at home before Evo. And that's something that hasn't been happening very often. For a while now, the Japanese players, such as Goichi and Dogura, have been traveling every single week across the country. And I think you've seen that in their play, it's been evolving less from a technical standpoint because they're so focused on winning a tournament each weekend that they don't have that downtime. This weekend, they got to play in that 3v3, you know, Japan versus Japan. We saw a lot of innovation from other Japanese players who are going. Um, almost most of these Ginyu players that were you know, making it to high levels in this uh, 3v3 tournament, such as Radio Wave, otherwise known as Denpa, or Aqua, who you know from Street Fighter, will be attending uh, with their Ginyu. So I think you're going to see a lot of Japanese names that haven't traveled make it really far in the tournament. Uh, as I said, look for Aqua, Radio Wave, look for uh, Masan, uh, Masayan, sorry, um, a bunch of these players, and as well as look for Goichi and Dagra to look a little more polished than they have in the past. And with that being said, while I think Sonic Fox deserves his number one seed he has right now, I don't think he's going to take it because I think this time at home and this time around a, a multitude of strong players is going to give the edge to the Japanese. That's my prediction. Now, where we see an so- all Korea top eight? Oh, <laughs> where we see an all Korean top eight? I am fairly confident we won't, but. No. They've done it before. But no, I don't think we'll see an all-Japanese top eight either. I think that Sonic Fox will very likely make top eight with the path he has. Uh, and I think someone else will do it too. 
Uh, I don't think it'll be any more than five to six Japanese players, but I wouldn't be surprised if we did see five to six Japanese players at all. We're moving on to Street Fighter. Huh? I was I was gonna ask something. How do you see Leffen doing? He, he's him and Zero Q have been sort of the great European hopes. Yeah, how and far as well as Shanks. Come? Shanks would be the third best oh. Europe. Yeah. Uh, so those would be the top three European players. I think most of Europe would agree with that as well. Uh, I think they're all really strong. Uh, for Leffen, the question is going to be what game he can play more. I think we're in an era where practicing Smash and practicing DBZ at the same time is going to be hard, and he's mentioned that himself. I think he is focusing more on Melee. Uh, so I think he'll do well. I don't think he'll make top eight. Um, but, you know, I think he'll beat the people you expect him to beat and lose to these people you expect him to lose to. Uh, I think he's going to go about Chalk. All right. I just saw someone in the chat say that Leffen's tweeted that he was oh wow going to drop out that's Let me a see if I can get pretty major decision to make that. at this point uh due to the seating but if that is true uh that's gonna leave a very weird bracket blank so I may be messaged about that later yep he 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 said that because uh second wave of pools would be during top 64 for melee he is dropping out so he tweeted that out uh just before we went live so that is very uh you know uh, i'm gonna make a small note here and say that that really messes with the seating which is a really interesting thing for someone who complains so much about seating to do uh it irks me very (laughs) slightly because now that completely tears open someone's bracket path at Evo. Uh, reminder that Leffen got a bye in round two of pools. So now someone will have to beat a lower-seeded player, and whoever that person is, it's kind of fucked up, man. I don't know. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, Leffen dropped out of DBFZ, so he is not going to do well. <laughs> he might make top 32. Now, all Korean top eight. <laughs> yeah, now now uh, it's going to happen. I think, uh, I think, um, I was about to make a tasteless joke, so I'm not going to make it. There you go. Um, moving on, we're going to talk about Street Fighter now. Ooh. While I check Do, this am, am, I, am I previewing this one? Yes, it is you, John. Okay. So uh, there's over, you know, as we know, over 2,000 players for Street Fighter this year uh, at Evo. And um, I went through all of the brackets and just grabbed a handful of names that uh, you should be on the lookout for. So without further ado, we have Fujimura is going to be there, and he might win it. Um, You have Sako is going to be there. He might win it. Um, Infiltration is going to be there, and he could win it. Um, Shen is going to be there, and so are Valoran. And either one of them, they both might win it. Um, you also have Knuckledew. Um, he could definitely win. There's Daigo, um, and Daigo could Daigo could probably win it. Um, there is Tokido, and he could potentially take the whole thing. Um, Itabashi Zangief is going to be there, and he's pretty good. Hey, he might I'm win. Uh, Problem X, one of Europe's hottest players. Uh, he's like a threat that could you know take the first place. Don't Smug forget Jamuk, who just subscribed. He might win, too. Right on. Um, I like your chances. Bonchan? Oh, no, we'll see. Uh, Jamuk, not so much, because Bonchan's going to be there. 
And <laughs> I mean, he's a real candidate to take it all. Uh, Oil King is going to be there, uh, and he could he could win. NL is going to be there. Punko is going to be there. Kaba is going to be there. Fudo is going to be there. Could any of those guys won? Oh, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that that's easily part of your top eight right there. Um, I'm surprised you guys are still letting me going. Uh, uh, Mochi's going to be there. All right. So with that being said, <laughs> the three of us, and then if Efren's in the chat and wants to respond fast enough, are going to draft a team of Street Fighter V players sponsored under us unofficially. Sorry yeah, yeah. to Uyu. I'm going. We're going to take some of your players, and, and we're going to make a little squad. And we haven't decided what the winner gets yet, but uh, we're going to go by CPT scoring, and the highest CPT scoring team of five will win. A pizza. Sure. Don't play with my heart, man. I could really use a pizza right now. I'm I'm just taking all Korean players. Not if I take them first. Hey. All Sorry. right, so how no. are we deciding? Is Efren in the chat? Does Efren want to participate? Is he is he going to be fast enough? We also need to figure out who goes first, or did we do that? All right, Elon, yeah. decide the order. All right, Steve's going to go first. Well, wait, do we go, do we go um, down? It's one, two, three, two. It's one, two, three, well, three, two, one. One, two, three, three, two, one. Okay. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be Steve, Mike, then John last, and then John first, Mike, Steve. Ooh, I get two picks in a row. And I we're going like... up to five players. Okay. Um, right. Okay. Efren has decided his team in advance. And, and <laughs> you know what? We're going to let him take it because the only player, he, he only took Tokido of the top-seeded players. So Efren has taken Native Impact, Min, Koji KOG, Tokido, and John Takauchi. Oh, so, I thought he just meant... Tokido and me, because I just saw. <laughs> oh, or John, me. not John Takauchi. He's taking Velocal Raptor. Okay, <laughs> so write those down, Steve. That's Efren's. I think due to the level of his picks, he's allowed to ubiquitously take Tokido before drafting starts. I will allow that's that. That's what he did last year. I will he, allow he, that. Although that's actually pretty strong because the winner gets like a million points. So Efren may have swooped in and won in advance. So so he took Min, Native Impact, Tokido, Velociraptor, and who was the last person? Koji KOG. Okay. Tokido and John, that's hilarious. <laughs> All I right. can't even take myself now. No, you can't. If he gets a pizza off of that, just... Oh. I just he might. As I said, I think I first picked. place gets 10 billion points. <laughs> I got so, picked before infiltration. All right. So I'm going with... The guy who I thought would make the deep run at uh, at E League, he let me down. He's not gonna let me down again. I am going with Fujimura as my first pick. I think he's probably the favorite to win, even above Takedo, even above Infiltration, at least in my mind. Uh, I think he's going to do some serious damage. And even if he doesn't win, he's he's always good to make a deep run. So I you can all it's tough to say he's guaranteed to make it to Sunday, but I think he's the player I'm most comfortable with saying he'll be playing on Sunday. Hmm. All right. Uh, for the first pick on the Mike Schiller All-Stars, uh, we're going to select Uyu's NL, um, who Ooh. I believe to be the best player of the best character, Cammy. 
Um, and I think in a tournament like Evo, playing a character like Cami, who does very well in most of the top tier matchups, is a is a key to success. Uh, I think she's well rounded, and I don't think you can really get randomed out very easily while playing that character. And I also think NL is a top two or three Street Fighter Five player uh, currently, anyway. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with NL. I think he's I think he's gonna win the whole thing. My turn. Yep. Yes. Infiltration and Diego. Infiltration and Diego. You want you want to speak on that or or no? Well. Infiltration because he's Korean and Daigo because he's Daigo. That wise words, wise wise words. Uh, realistically, Daigo has not been one to, uh, to to always crack top eights, and I always when we do these drafts, I always pick him because I'm like maybe this will be the time. This is the and best time to pick him ever. But yes, he is getting better and better and showing progress. And um, I mean, I would have taken Tokido over him, but. Uh, and myself, but of course, those two are already taken. So uh, I'll go with Infiltration and Daigo. Okay, so for my next pick, oh man, I'm debating between the two Americans who are at the top of the game right now. <sighs> who do you want? I'm going to take Justin. I think Justin's really been buckling down this week. Uh, and I think, you know, he's shown superiority in the Monat mirror. He beat Infiltration the last time he played. I think there's going to be a lot of Monat towards the top of the bracket uh, between him, Infiltration, Sako, etc. And I think he will wash every player he plays before top 16 or so, just on the merits of how good he is with Monat, a very hard character to play the matchup with. So I think he will at least scoop some points. I think he runs into bra uh, some issues towards the end of the bracket, um, but those players have already been picked. So I think Justin's a safe pick to make it pretty far, and I'm going to take him. That's smart. He's been doing pretty hot lately. He always makes it far. Yeah. Um, I was actually thinking of picking him up with this. Uh, in oh, smart. So that so that was a pretty good move. I might even let you get the other Mer American you were thinking of. Uh, well, you got two picks, Steve, right? I do have two picks. Uh, for the first one, I want to go with Problem X. Yeah. You know, he is a player who's been doing well all year. Uh, I think he's someone who's going to have a big chip on his shoulder uh, because he, like I mentioned at Ely, he's a player who feels disrespected a lot by not uh, getting the attention that he feels he deserves because he's in Europe. But I think he's going to cause some major, major problems for a lot of people this weekend. His path isn't terrible until you get to top 32, top 16. He does have uh, a potential matchup with Punk, assuming that the bracket doesn't change. But I do think he gets through that. I think he can do some serious damage. Uh, as for my second pick, uh, you know what? Wait a I'm second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Are we supposed to, in this format, does Steve actually get another pick now? or Yeah, like I, I, I got this is the last pick of the second round. Now I get the first, first pick. pick. Of the third it keeps round. snaking. The first person, the last person at the end, keeps getting a pick. But if we're doing, 
you get back to back this round. I I'm the only person who never gets back to back picks. Right, but then my last pick will be back to back, but I'll be uh, but I only have one. But it's whatever. It's not a big deal. Yeah, because we're doing if we did six rounds, you'd do back to back. Yeah, well, because we're doing five. Right. Um. You know what? I'm gonna go gotcha Kun. I'll let you get uh, the American player that's on your mind. Uh, I'm not gotcha. even. Sh- oh, I I have a few players I'm between right now, and I don't know if I should list them for the sake of strategy. And my mm. opponent's taking my picks. <sighs> so obviously, I already referenced the potential of taking Knuckledo, who has been very consistent when he puts his mind on the game. And you know, he's coming off a recent win. He said that he has actually deleted Fortnite. He's sponsored now. It seems like he's focusing very hard, and I think that makes him a good pick. That being said, I'm going to take Shan. Ooh, um, that's a good one. Uh, I think his his season has been severely underrated. Um, he hasn't won anything, which is, I think, part of why people haven't been looking at him. And he's not the best Ibuki player. So I you think that's the other reason breaker. why people aren't looking at him. But he is the second best Ibuki player. And he is one of the top six or seven players, possibly. At least top ten. So I'm, I'm going to go with Shen, who has a lot of experience on the big stage. I will say Shan's somewhat volatile, so that's, I think, the biggest worry about him. But uh, I have confidence. Cool. Well, you know, he uh, recently deleted Fortnite, so I'm going to go with Knuckledew. <laughs> and then I'm going to take Verloren because I need a good cami on my God team. damn it. That was... Oh, man. Oh, did you guys want that? Yeah. I, I, I didn't think it was going to get back to me. I didn't, but, uh Yeah. That's a pretty good pick. I know. Your turn. Don't go. All right. Uh, so now, Can we look at we look at the uh, at the picks so far. A little recap of the picks. Sure. I have Fujimura, Promex, and Gachikun. Sweet. Mike has NL, Justin, and Tien. Meh. And, and then John has Infiltration, Daigo, Knuckledo, and Verloren. And who does mm. who does Efren have? Efren has Tokido, Velociraptor, Native Impact, Min, and Koji Code. I don't even Koji. think Min or you know what? We're not even going to talk about it. <laughs> but what's sad is Efren could still win. It's very possible. It's very possible for Efren anyway? to win, despite some of his en- people not even entering the tournament. Oh, man. I'm really between two people right now. Um, I'm going to go with Fudo. Uh, Fudo's results have been way all over the place, but one place he has done well is Evo. Um, And I like him on that alone. And I like Mika at tournaments like Evo uh, as far as the fear factor goes when you get later in the bracket. Uh, I think... Fudo's play style works well towards the level of nerves that come in the top 16 to top 8 stages of Evo. So I'm going to go with Fudo. I thought for sure you were going to take Itabashi Zengi because, you know, oh, I'm not taking any eight. Abigail pickers. <laughs> no Abigail's on my team. And that's a shame because you need to add all the Abigails so that even if you 
lose That's and true. have to pay out those costumes, it's mitigated by the pizza. Yeah. Um, Who's paying for the pizza? I don't know. Well, whoever loses. Whoever I think we finishes should just and take it out of the subs. Take it out of the subs. Uh, no, no, the people aren't paying for this. This is us. Whoever finishes in last has to pay for the uh, person who finishes in first. Wait, then, then does that mean Efren's actually in this then? Because, <laughs> because there's a good chance that he's paying for it. Let's see what he says in the chat. But anyways, continue while he, while he really does that. But I'm down with the last place pays for the first place's pizza. All right. Under, I- okay, you say he'll pay for the pizzas. And he says more than one, so I guess we can get more than one. Cool. <laughs> okay. Now keep in mind, I am fat, so it's got to be twenty dollars or less. Yeah, all right, uh, I'll go with. You're finishing Sako. off your team here. I am finishing Sonic off Fox? my team. I said Sako. I'm pretty sure I heard Sonic Fox. They, they look so much alike, especially. Chat, in- what did he say? Do you, you hear Sonic Fox or do you hear Sako? <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm the one writing this down, so I say Sako. It's Sako. Um, Change it. Fine. And then I'm torn on my last pick. Uh, You know what? I am going to go. I'm going to represent the people. I'm rooting for the people to get that top eight Abigail so that we can give out some costumes. I am going to go with Storm Kubo. Ooh, that was... Not a good choice, but I I like that you picked Abigail. All right, so is I'm this my kidding, last pick? A- yes, this is everybody's last pick. All right, so the highest seeded player left might actually surprise you, but it makes sense based on the amount of CPT points, and it's Venom. Uh, mm-hmm. Venom is at a pretty strong year, and he he's usually pretty good to make it deep in a bracket. Also, did anyone take Oil King yet? No. <clears throat> Oil King is left. Uh, Bonchan's left. Uh, the best player that I think is under the radar left might be uh, Chuan and Xiaohai. Xiaohai has done extremely well in the tournaments he's actually entered this year. And Chuan, the same, has done very, very well in his region and has not traveled a lot. Um, and with there's that Mena. said... Mena, Kaba's out there as well. Kaba's out there as well. You know, I wanted to make my team all top-tier characters, so part of me wants to take Xiaohai, but I'm going to go with Venom. I like his bracket. I looked at it a little bit right now. Uh, I think he's got a pretty premier chance of making it to at least the top 16, and I think from there he's shown that he can beat any Minot on the planet. So getting matched up against one of the three that may make it up there is, I think, good for him. So we're going to go with Venom to finish off my team. All right. And then, John, bring it home. For my last pick, you know, Mike just listed out a couple of really good players. Um, we still have a pretty plethora of uh, strong players because that's Street Fighter Five. There's so much competition. Um but I'm actually going to go for someone that doesn't attend every event. We don't see him all the time, but when we do see him, more often than not, he destroys. So I'm going to go with my a little bit of a wild card pick and go with Nemo. Okay. Uh, that's not a bad one at all. No. Because, yeah. like, I'm thinking Nemo's like, he's not there at every tournament, but if he shows up, 
and he gets top eight, it's it's like everyone's like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. So so Nemo. people who did you did you take Itabashi, Steve? No, no I took Storm Kubo. So, so Itabashi did went unpicked. Bonchan went unpicked. Kaba Mena went Kaba, unpicked. Kaba Mena went unpicked. Momochi went unpicked. Luffy, uh, Oil King. Haitani. 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 Lots of very good players. Haitani's in my pool, so he's not going to get out. How about this? How about this? Uh, impromptu contest. If anyone, I'll, I'll tweet out the names of all the players we drafted after the show. If anyone tweets back with a team, a five-player team that out that wins out of anyone we haven't picked, we'll buy you a pizza. We'll buy you a pizza, and you have to send a picture with it. So, it, so, so, so again, tweet us your team, but the catch is the team cannot include any of the players we picked. So you're the underdogs here. You're missing like the top 20 seeds of the tournament. I mean, Efren picks. Yeah, you're right. If, if you're outside the U.S., <laughs> we'll have to. Uh, we can still buy him a pizza. We, we we may have to just PayPal somebody. Uh, yeah, that's what I figure we're gonna so, do anyway. The cost of a pizza, but yeah, we'll 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 hook you up somehow. All right. Well, that concludes our teams. Uh, we'll ha- we'll be following that throughout the weekend. Steve's usually pretty good about keeping track of that sort of stuff. Um, you know, John, you've got a lot more on your back than you thought you did at Evo now. Um, you know, because you yeah. may have to sabotage yourself. Because there could be a point where if you win a match, you end up catapulting Efren into first place. And thus giving Efren a pizza, at which point we all expect you to take the ball. I'll have to beat Tokido and then DQ myself outside of yes. top eight. That is, yeah. that is what we're going for. This is why no one will approve fighting games for uh, esports gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Just right here. Oh, and the kind of pizza we should clarify is Papa John's. Oh, <laughs> God. So we're playing. God, play. no. Did you see that Papa John is suing Papa John's? <laughs> That's why we're doing it. Duh. Oh, God. <laughs> 2018, man. 2018. All right, we're going to finish up our show as we normally do with the question of the day and a block grab. Let's start with the question of the day. Block that Papa John's right now. That is getting grab blocked it. into the trash. Uh, so we, we the uh, thing from Mr. Schiller was actually a bonus question of the day. We asked our quote-unquote real question of the day yesterday. We asked for your Evo prediction. Uh, talking about either someone winning a moment happening, something getting revealed, just anything that you think was going to happen at Evo this year. Uh, so let's kick it off with Johnny FGC, who said that a soul player will make Evo top eight. It's been years since one has been. Uh, High Risk 808 says 8 a.m. pools will have a lot of DQs. I think that one's a pretty safe bet. Uh, Time Rift said Guilty Gear Top 8 will be all Japan for the second year in a row. Uh, Rob Trees for Days is going out on the limb, and he says that uh, Jimmy J will win uh, the Tekken tournament at Evo, which would be... He can beat anyone he faces. It's just a matter of can he beat them all. Uh, Mash Till It Works says that he 
they believe that at least six of the DLC characters will be revealed for Blaze Blue Tag. Uh, that could be a possibility. VN ratio with perhaps my most with the most interesting prediction I've seen. There will be at best one cami in top eight. <laughs> it could turn out like. Uh, like Capcom Cup, the final year of Ultra, where we all were worried about nothing but healing, 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 and then didn't happen. We'll see. Uh, Nuticon went with Infiltration getting knocked into losers, but running it back in grand finals with Pocket Falke, Falk. Excuse me. Uh, Odin Adar VO says that Noctis will make an appearance in every fighting game. Quite yep. achievement. Put money on uh, it. Blue for Life is predicting a new title from Arxis. No new update You're for crazy. an old game or or a character reveal, although they do expect both. But a new IP fighting game that would be ridiculous. And then let's uh, close it down with the best of Bond who said that he who predicts that he will be stressed out of his mind until things wrap <laughs> up. On <laughs> yeah. My heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to Chris Seg. Uh, it's going to be a fun weekend, but a busy one, certainly. All right. Do you have any predictions, John or Steve? Any fun ones? Any uh, about announcements? Ones? About just the Evo, right? The question of the day. Anything that may happen? I am going to say that we will get... We already know that we're going to learn about uh, the two new characters for Fighting EX Slayer. I do think we will hear a new game. I don't know what that new game will be, but I do think on Sunday we will hear one new game. Not, not, not an announcement or not an update, but a brand new game. Are we going to see G? Not- we could see G. Probably, you know. I are we gonna do block grab too, or? Oh, I didn't even of, think. I don't even know it was in the yeah, block grab. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of part of it. Oh well, well, I I messed up. Okay, block grab. <laughs> Sorry, block grab. Gee. Oh well, I already spoiled two of these. Oh no! You terrible person, you. Well, you know what? We're gonna go right into the two I've spoiled. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen this segment before, we block or grab, basically uh, deny or accept what is coming to us via questions, usually based around the same theme. And this one's going to be, will blank be revealed at EVO? And starting off, we're asking, will Mortal Kombat 11 be revealed at EVO? And of course, I told all of you what was going to happen here, <laughs> but we're going to act like I didn't. So block or grab, Steve? Uh, you know what? I, I feel like I, I'm changing my mind on this. I thought it was going to happen, but not, But thinking back now as to what they have planned with uh, the second season of the Injustice Pro series, I feel like we'll hear something closer to the end of that than we will right now. So I am going to say block. I hope I'm wrong on that, but... I. I don't think we're going to hear anything this weekend. John? 
I block. I think that it's going to be at um, some big trade show or something like that, like a con or or you know like a E three type of deal, something like that. Not an Evo. As I believe uh, Jax said in the trailer for Mortal Kombat 11, this isn't a block, it's a grab. <laughs> that might be paraphrasing. That may be paraphrasing. All right, moving on. Uh, will G be revealed for SF5 at EVO? We'll go with John first this time. Your grab, it's like that's what Street Fighter does. You hope that they would do something... Uh, big and, and just unexpected at EVO because it's EVO. But, you know, we've been getting a character, I think, almost every year, a uh, character reveal. Um, and, like, last year it was Abigail, uh, Vroom Vroom. This year I think it'll just be G, and that'll be it. And I, at this point, instead of being like, oh, is that it? It's like, cool, glad we got it. Cool, keep going, great. And so uh, so grab. Uh, I think this is a pretty easy grab. Not even gonna All right, I'll grab it. as well, and we'll move on to our next question, which John already answered. Uh, we're just spoiling them all this time. Will anything other than G be revealed for SF5? John blocked. Steve blocked grab. I think the most we'll see is sort of like a 10-second teaser of Sagat like they did at that uh, Balrog uh, reveal at CEO a while back. Uh, so I think grab that it will be mentioned, but block on it being anything significant. I'm going to grab as well, except I think we might see a full trailer. I think we might even see something wild like Sagat comes out early as well. Uh, that would probably, be so sick. Probably and not. Guess what? They probably will wait and do them before Capcom Cup, but I'm just going to be hopeful and say we're going to get these characters earlier than we thought we would. So I'm going to grab and say that we're going to see more than we thought. Why would you think that, and why would you make my heart get hope when I know that there should be no hope? I think both are going to get trailers, though. That's my that's my hope, and that's what I'm going to, I'm going to grab on. All Fair right, enough. the last block or grab of the night. Will Tekken 7... Have anything, or will the Tekken 7 season pass number two be revealed at EVO? It makes sense. You know, we've already gone through the first season. Uh, there are those rumors about the second season, uh, the listing on the Japanese website uh, for the essentially greatest hits version of the game. It feels right, and Mark Mann actually tweeted out that he's seen some things. Hint, hint. So, I, I'm going to grab that. John? Yeah, I'll grab two. Um, Tekken usually comes out with the big guns at Evo. They make it like a special thing, and that's the kind of caliber thing um, or announcement that uh, I think would be fitting. So, timing makes sense, the rumors make sense, and the game makes sense. So, uh, I'll grab so I'm, I'm between the two right now because the question is, you know, Evo isn't on the Tekken World Tour. So the question is, do they want to save this for a Tekken World Tour event or do they want to make sure that because it's not a Tekken World Tour event that they have something big as well? Uh, and I'm going to go with y'all. I'm going to grab. I think they really kind of won the reveal war last year by, by bringing out Geese. Uh, remember we that saw Geese. Ridiculous. Alongside the BB tag announcement, which was okay, 
alongside the GG Rev balance updates, which were cool, and then along the Abigail trailer, which went very poorly. So um, I think they're going to try to hold that crown, and I'm going to grab. I've got one more bonus grab. Bonus, bonus grab. grab. Usually you have to pay extra for that. Usually, <laughs> but we're, we're helping you out here. I am blocking that any American will win one of the main games at EVO. I think they will go 0 for. Uh, even in Injustice, I think it's going to be one of the Commandeur brothers taking it, either Honeybee or Biohazard. Uh, that's an interesting... I mean, I think it would be more safe or more of a bet to say, will any Americans break top eight in these games? That's a more fair bet, because I don't think any, any American's going to win. Well, uh, we're, talking about, I mean, like, I mean, we're obviously not including sure. Smash as a fighting game, clearly. I'm including it. I'm including it. And I, I still think U.S. will go 0 for 8. That's wild. Uh, it's, it's a bold hint. I think Wii U can mess that up. I think Injustice can mess it up. But I Wait, you don't I, think an American's going to win Smash? Well, because... Uh, there's Armada. Stefan's not American. Armada's not American. That's that's the only two. I have Amsa Yoshi, like... I, I think Armada is going to take uh, Melee. Uh, I, I think you have a hard time convincing me any non-American is going to take Smash Four. MK Leo, if you want to, if we're, we're talking about non non-US, I I I I, I think MK Leo is uh, pretty good for it with zero out of the picture. All right, so. well I'm going to block on that. I think or grab, I guess. I think an American player will win one of them. Hmm. What about you, John? Oh, yeah, I think an American. I, I can't bet against, like, an American not winning any title. Um, and, like, what, Injustice? Like, who's going to win Injustice? He said uh, one of the Canadians. Uh, yeah. Oh, sure, I guess, maybe. No, I mean, I still can't bet against that. So I'd, I'd say I do think an American's going to win one of the events. Maybe Marvel. Marvel. America usually wins Marvel. <laughs> oh, okay. We're <laughs> God damn! To the death, you 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 twist the knife. <laughs> I mean, it's been dead for a while, but <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right, well, it is seven thirty-three. Um, a lot of people here have to make it early to the Marvel tournament in the bathroom, so we're gonna head out now. Um, I hope everyone has a happy Evo. Uh, watch John and me fight through our pools. Uh, watch Steve's Twitter for you know the many updates you'll see. Uh, watch Efren's Twitter, and you probably won't see anything because he's going to be doing stuff with his baby. Um, and watch me on the jump off and on Street Fighter Five commentary. Uh, thanks everyone for watching, and we'll see you next week. Good night, Canada. Love you, miss you, bye. <laughs>